Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 15 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am your host, Tommy Cresta, and this week, recommended by Dylan, we are doing a ranking episode, which I know you guys have been asking for for a little bit since the Charlie Cope episode, so I decided to finally bring it to you with a new guest host that has yet to make his appearance fully on the podcast. This is Colin. Colin, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no, I'm doing great, man. Are you excited to rank? I'm very excited because I... I'm very, I'm a very, very big fan of today's topic. Yes, today's topic is Adam Sandler. We'll be doing, each of us will have our own top five list and we'll talk about it. And we will be going through his top five critically ranked movies, which I don't think me and you really agreed with. Uh, I don't think we did either. We did not. <laughs> Some of these movies, people have to remember this is Adam Sandler. Not all of his movies are going to be Academy Award amazing masterpiece they should be oh my god <laughs> there's already our first disagreement <laughs> we made it 57 seconds uh-huh. without disagreement let's see if we can go a minute <laughs> let's uh so we were going i'm going to start off by talking a little bit about him Sandler. then i'll go to his critically scored films and then our discussion between me and colin will start so thank you guys for joining in whoever's listening from apple music spotify google Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts let's get into this so Adam Sandler. First off, I think we can both agree that we both love Adam Sandler. Yes. All of his movies. Even if they're not, like, people, critics don't like them, I think fans always will love, like, he'll always bring people to the movie theaters. Of course, because, like, he he makes so many new movies, all different, like, you never know what you're going to get with him. And it's all of his fans, like, he made Grown Ups 2 for a reason, because I was always under the impression that, like, everybody, even the critics, loved the first grown ups and like all my, I remember watching it first time with a bunch of my friends and everybody was like raving about it. So I'm actually shocked that the critics don't like it as much as yeah, the no, fans it's at an 11% out of a hundred, which is God awful. Really and I, I don't agree with that list. Good. But moving on from that. So Adam Richard, Richard Sandler was born on September 9th of 1966 in Brooklyn, New York to Judith and Alan Sandler. He's of Russian and Jewish descent. At 17, he took his first steps to becoming a stand-up comedian, and he all of a sudden he realized right then and there that that's what he wants to do for the rest of his career. And then he graduated with a degree in the fine arts in 1991, and he began performing stand-up at clubs, universities, anywhere where they would take him. And then during his freshman year, though, he did snag a reoccurring role as as a family friend of the Huxable family as Smitty, while working at a comedy club in L.A. He was discovered by Dennis Miller. Who recommended him to Saturday Night Live, where everyone knows he got his start, and where he ended up making the Hanukkah song, one of my favorite holiday season songs. Do you have any thoughts? Do you like the Hanukkah song? I've actually never heard the Hanukkah song. You've never heard the Han? Okay, moving on. <laughs> so then, he when he got into movies, he started off with Airheads, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, and Big Daddy, which was released in 1985. Also, Mr. Deeds, which is a 2002 film. Winona Ryder and Eight Great Nights, which he voices. It's a animated film. And then he did Punch Drunk Love, which was probably the first time in Sandler's career where he was getting acknowledged as being like, oh, this dude can actually act. He's not just this comedy. Even though I think comedy is one of the hardest things to act. It is. But uh, I, I feel like we see it a lot with like uh, actors or uh, any real celebrity like uh, – they'll try to get into another profession and people it's hard for them to get recognized in that profession. If they were already doing something else, like, like with Adam uh, doing comedy or doing a standup and then wanting to get into acting. 
I feel like a lot of people still like saw him as like, just a comedy guy. Yeah, as a comedy guy. Yeah, as a stand up like guy. And then finally, going all the way up until 2019 when he released Uncut Gems, this was that was the movie that people were like, holy shit, this dude, like, this dude's an actor, actor. He's not just this comedy specialist. I've always thought Adam Sandler could act because I think no matter what genre, it's still acting. Mm-hmm. It's just different types of acting. Like, some of the best actors in Hollywood couldn't go and do what Adam Sandler does in the comedy. Mm-hmm. As, like, I wasn't a big fan of Uncut Gems just yeah. because, like, I like Adam Sandler because I like to laugh. Like, I'm not big, as as you know, but the listeners may not. I'm not very big into, like, action movies or superhero movies. But uh, comedy movies I watch because I love to laugh. And to see Adam Sandler in a role where he's not just, like, doing this goofy like acting to make people laugh he was actually taking it like it, it was just a different a different way of viewing him and i didn't like the movie but it was just cool to see because it like it shows like wow this guy like he when it when it comes down to crunch time he he can do the business yeah i think it's a very good way of wording it Colin. but yeah that's a lot about i'm sandler and his you can check that biography out on imdb or rotten tomatoes any of the big critic sites but now we'll move into his best critically scored films. We will be using Rotten Tomatoes as our as the critic score board. And starting from number five, which is The Wedding Sing, which was released in 1998, is sitting at 69%, which it's an okay score. I, I, think, I think it's accurate. Yeah. I mean, I watched it a couple times, maybe twice, and uh, it didn't really make a, too much of a lasting impression on me. But I laughed. It was good enough for me to go back and watch it a second, maybe a third time. So I think, like, close to being, like, you know, between 50 and 75% is A-OK yeah. with me. And with Rotten Tomatoes, if a film is above a 60%, that means it is fresh. And once a film is above 71%, it means it's certified fresh. Like, it's a good movie. Check it out. But if once it gets below the 60s and gets in the 50s, it is considered a rotten film, which I don't fully agree with. I think of an average film as being in the 50 to 60 range. But that's how Rotten Tomato views it. That's how we're going to board it. At number four, we have 2009 Funny People, which was alongside Seth Rogen. This movie sits also at a 69%. I've only seen this movie one time. I don't think it's that good. I think Grown Ups, all these other movies are much better. Me as well. But that's all I have to say about Funny People. Punch Drunk Love, I think it's a very good movie. It's more of a drama. This was different at that time. You could tell that some people were still having a hard time with Adam Sandler, taking him more seriously. And while people were still used to the 90, late 90s, early 2000s, where he was making just comedy, he didn't have to do much of that. Yeah, I think 79 is a little high. I think it should be. Late. I agree. Yeah, I think it should be 79. That's that's getting into like Oscar territory numbers. 80s is normally where you can see them. Yeah, that, that movie did not leave any lasting impression. No, hence me. why we don't know what to talk about. Because yeah. it didn't do enough for us. To I, I I saw it. I just... Yeah, I want people to know we have seen this movie. It's just, it wasn't good enough to leave this impact on us like a lot of the other yeah. movies did. L- like with Uncut Gems, I recently... Well, I mean, it recently came out, but I recently saw it, like, early earlier this year, and... I can't really remember too, too much about it because it just didn't leave a lasting impression on me. I just remember it being Adam Sandler in a different kind of role. And I was, I mean, it was good to see him like that. It was just different, but uh, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. And you're much more like, just like some background on Colin for everyone. Colin is much more of like a comedy guy. Like you love comedy. 
I do. Yeah, so like that's that's constantly just like how Matt, who's been on the show, Matt isn't a huge movie person. Matt's more of a music guy. So that's why I think it's perfect to have each one of my friends on because you all bring something different. Like you're super into comedy. We're all special in our own way. We're all like special snowflakes. (laughs) Dumbass snowflakes. But number two is Uncut Gems, which sits at a 92%. In my opinion, Uncut Gems probably showed the most range of Adam Sandler's career. Yes. It's not his best movie in my opinion, though. It's a good, it is a good movie, like film wise. But to me, if I'm ranking Adam Sandler, that's not number one. I I can see why people liked it because obviously, judging by his Rotten Tomato scores, people don't seem to, or the critics don't seem to like his movies too much. So to change it up and do something different from like what the critics don't like, I'm not surprised that this one got pretty decent reviews yeah like this one got uh, getting up to a 92 percent is very hard for a film and i think that was exciting to see and adam sandler won a lot of awards for that movie he deserves it he did but just maybe i mean yes for that one but like i said that's not my favorite yeah and then we have the Merowitz stories which is a long time ben siller dustin hoffman emma thompson this is much more of a dramedy i think you can put it in that category i don't think it should be a 93 percent. i think it's a fun mo- it's not really fun but it's, I think it's a solid movie, but I think The Wedding Singer is just as good as that. So, Yeah, like I said, the of these five, I think the best one is probably The Wedding Singer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's number five on this list. And in my, in my book, it's not one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, which I think we both agreed on. But going off this list, I don't think – I think Uncut Gems is on my top five. That's the only one that made the list on my and none of these made none the list, of these correct? are in my top five. Yeah. So I think it's time for us to move on to wait, check this real quick. Yeah, I think it's time for us to move into our personal opinions on the list. I think we'll start from bottom to top, like five in. Oh, so this is our top five? Yeah. Okay. So you what's your five, fifth first? The Zohan. I now that movie of Adam Sandler's movies is probably the one that made me laugh the most. But if I'm going based off like overall like entertainment and just every category that I would score a movie in, it does move down to number five just because it it is kind of random, very random. And it's uh, the action, quote unquote, in it is stupid and just like goofy. Like when he was uh, chasing, I forget the guy's name. The bad guy. Yeah. He was chasing him through uh, a church or a, a, some temple. And he's like running upside down on the ceiling, jumps out, and these two goons come up and they shoot him. And he like, uh, he catches the bullet. And then uh, it, it's just, it's very random. Then they get out into the water and he picks up a piranha and puts it down his pants to just show how tough he is. And like, it's unrealistic, but it is very, very, very funny. It's like that dumb style of comedy where it's like, this is going to be so over the top that you have to laugh at certain parts. Yes. Like it's so crazy and like, so unrealistic. They're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. And I like when the kids start pelting him with rocks and then he catches all the rocks and then he's like, hold on, wait one second, turns around and then makes this dog 
it looks like a balloon animal, but it's out of rocks. And then he tosses it back to the kids. And then the one guy's hut explodes in like the battle, right? It was either right before or right after the, the rock scene. And he like tosses him this card. And it's this card to like uh, fix, like specifically for like fix destroyed huts or something. It's just, it's random and it's funny. And that's why I like it so much. Yeah. I think I do like the Zohan. It just didn't make my top five because I didn't watch it ever until you showed me to me one time. Really? Yeah, we watched it in my basement. Oh, it was, I was, I didn't know that. It is actually sitting above a lot of our other movies and critic scores. This does sit at 37% uh, critic score with only a 45% audience score with 250,000 reviews by audience members. That's insane. <laughs> that is insane. See, it's, people people they they gotta talk about the zohan it's yeah everyone just wants to oh i forgot my favorite scene in that movie okay when he is at the he, he's working at the hair salon and he after every old lady he uh he whose hair he cuts or whatever he takes them in the back yep. and bangs them <laughs> It's, and it's such like, a random thing. It's like you see the shelves shaking and they fall off the walls. <laughs> it is such a random film. It is really random. And yeah, I think that's how we talk about the Zohan. It's just yep, random. It's random. It's funny. And if you're looking if you're looking for a good laugh, it it, it gets it the will job deliver done. the good laughs. It gets the job done. Now, sitting at my five, it's actually a tie, which I know some people are like, oh my god, that's cheating. In my opinion, I have cl- I have Click and Bedtime Stories tied at five. Click sits at a thirty four percent, and Bedtime Stories sits at twenty seven. I think twenty seven for the Bedtime Stories is. I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's I just, good. I just don't really view it as much like as the same way I view the other Adam Sandler movies because, uh, I view that more as a kids movie. It was, oh, it definitely is more it, of a kids movie. It, I, it is, but I. Like when I was going through this list, getting ready for the podcast today, I was, I completely forgot about like that one because when I think Adam Sandler, I think like adult humor, funny movies. And then I think I was like, oh yeah, I I completely forgot about that one's like such a good movie. I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. I just, I didn't take it into consideration just because like, I don't think of it as the same as the other Adam Sandler. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not that hard PG 13, maybe rated R level. Exactly. But it's still so good. And I love the concept of it. Yeah. Like people always compare it to like, Oh, it's like back to the future or a wonderful life. This is a different version. It's a different take and people hated on it for that. When I think that bedtime stories, that's one of the few movies I was like, why don't I get a sequel to this? I want to see more of him doing like going into these fantastical dream worlds and all that kind of stuff, which comes true. Anything that happens to him yep. comes true in a yep. way. It's like, it's, he comes up with ideas for movies that, you know, you wouldn't like, I'm trying to think of a way to put this, like to tell these bedtime stories and then have them come to life. It's I just love the idea of it, and it's just yeah, different it's ideas an like concept. that. It is. It's so good. And click, which I think me and you talked about yesterday. We yes. love that movie. Yep. It's it. That's the same sort of like a remote that actually like stops con- time, controls time, speeds it's, it up, slows it down. There's such like like not too complex ideas 
Yeah, just not something but, you would have thought to do. Yes, but they're so good. And we agreed that Click, yes, it's a comedy, but it has a whole sad meaning behind it. Like he's putting, he's throwing away all this time with his kids, and they they're all grown up. Like he missed out on all that opportunity because he was trying to skip through the yep. boring moments in his life. But that's when you miss some of the most important moments. Yep. And his son hates him. His what? His daughter hated him. Yeah. And yeah, I think it actually. I think the last time I watched it, my eyes actually watered because like like. No, yeah, he misses out on a whole part for of his sure, life. For sure, there's another uh, Adam Sandler movie that gets the tear ducts going, but that's that's for later in this list. Yeah, and now we're gonna pretty much skip over my number four, but I'll just say it really quick. It is Uncut Gems, which we talked about already, but I think that we've talked all that we can about Uncut Gems because I don't I don't want to say too much because there is I know some people do want to watch it because I know people want to review on it, but I want everyone to watch it first. I don't want to, even though it's been out for a little bit, there are some major twists and stuff that i don't want to talk about too much yeah we, we went on about uncut gems and just to just to sum it up because i feel like i was a little all over the place with this it's just saw adam sandler in a different light and that was cool to see but i didn't like it so i don't really remember too too much of the movie yeah that's really it but what's your number four my number four is billy madison okay i Again, a concept of like a kid who has most of his stuff handed to him his whole life because his dad is rich. And uh, and then when he comes to realize that like, he thinks like, oh, I'm gonna, just going to get handed uh, my dad's business for me to inherit everything. And I don't have to do anything for it. And then when he realizes that's not the case, it's like most people in like reality would be like, oh, I'm screwed or like argue with their parents like oh I, like i'm your son i need it but no like he goes back to school and does ev- a grade every two weeks every I think it two is. weeks every two weeks yeah and from uh preschool up yep and i like uh i think it was when he was in third grade the kid was stuttering as he was reading yes that i i lost my mind there's so many just like so and, fucking funny. Uh, O'Doyle rules. And they go off the dude when they go off the cliff yep. every time I laugh. And there was like every like landmark grade, there was a different O'Doyle. Yeah, like any like bigger dude when he's uh he's like you pissed your pants and <laughs> dumps the water <laughs> on him. I was like, ah. Everybody pisses their pants. It's the coolest. And there's just so many good scenes throughout that movie. That's Oh, it is in my list, but I don't want to give away where it is in my list. But I, I love this movie. I think there's so many funny scenes, like when he sees the penguin, he's like, "Oh, yeah. so drunk." Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's just, it's just such a funny movie. And there's a new, and there's a different party every time he moves yeah. up a grade. And then it's the clown falls party. and breaks his skull and starts bleeding. <laughs> he trips on the stilts. I don't remember that part. Really? It's at no. the one part that he trips and falls on stilts and he like hits his head on the concrete and he starts like spitting out blood. No, it's I, a really adult scene out of nowhere. I remember they like they blackmailed like the principal or something because he used to be like a WWE wrestler and he like acts he like sat on someone and accidentally killed them. Or when Steve Buscemi shows up at the very end with the gun. When he shoots the dude in the ass. Oh. And he's yes. like, man, I'm thankful I called that guy. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when he yeah. calls him, he yes. scribbles up the name with lipstick. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it was on his hit list. He's like, he's like, I'm sorry if I was ever mean to you. And he's like, oh. 
Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Billy. And then he, he, no, he crosses his name off for the pen, I think. And then he, like, curls up into a ball and, like, puts his lipstick on. It's such a <laughs> creepy scene. It's so it weird. Is. And then you don't see him again until the end of the movie when he comes in and saves him. Yes. And he, like, uh, gives yeah. him that thumbs up yeah. when he's holding <laughs> the rifle. I'm happy I called that guy. <laughs> such a good movie. But there's our number fours. Uh, my number three is Happy Gilmore, which I love. I just think. It was one of those ideas, like, I would have never thought of someone make yeah. a movie on When I saw Happy Gilmore, <laughs> it was... <laughs> okay, I think we can say this. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Colin's never seen Happy I, Gilmore. I haven't seen Happy Gilmore. Like, I am one of the... I mean, I wouldn't say I'm one of the biggest... No, you are. I would say you're in the... You're, like, on the majority. Yeah, but, like, I'm not a big movie guy. It's just, like, when I want to watch a movie, it's, like, either an Adam Sandler movie or, like, Dave Spade or Chris Rock. It's, it's one of the... You love that 90s group. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, but... I've never seen like I know I know Shooter McGavin like I know yeah. the I know the gist of the movie and that he needed to like get his grandmother money and so I I know like the idea behind it I might have seen like the first maybe half hour of the movie but I've I've never seen the movie uh, in full I know the iconic swing like I know what Happy Gilmore is. runs up uh, yeah swing. like just... there's just so many like it's like again it's that billion it's that Adam Sandler '90s comedy where it's like something that you would never thought of. Make it over the top fantastical yep. and make it hilarious. And yeah. There's so many good scenes in this movie. It is sitting at it. It's fresh. Critics actually like this movie. It's sitting at 61. I'm not surprised. It's when you think Adam Sandler, it's probably his most iconic. It's movie. this or Billy Madison and, 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 and or never, Grown Ups now. And I've never seen it. Yeah, but gr- I think Grown Ups might be more iconic now. Yeah, because be- it's so many different actors. Yeah, and it like, but I I, I want to say something, but. We'll get to that. Yeah. But what is your number three? Uh, Just go with it. Again, another concept that is, it's, it's not complicated, but it's it's something you wouldn't think of this. uh, He's a uh, plastic surgeon. That's a plastic surgeon. And his whole, after he gets his heart broken, he, like he's like, I'm never getting married. I'm never falling in love again. And after he gets a couple of attention from girls because of his wedding ring, because uh, I think girls seem to be more attracted to girls guys. More seem to be more attracted to married men. Yes, and so he uh, he starts using that, and he starts like randomly hooking up with a bunch of girls and doing one night stands. And he's like, I'm never falling in love again. I'm only doing this. And then he meets that one girl at the party, and. Uh, He's like, wow, I actually really like her. And then she finds his wedding ring and he doesn't want to admit like, oh, I just used that to pick up a bunch of girls. He, uh, so he then starts making up these lies like, oh, well, it's my wife's, but we're in the process of getting a divorce. And then every lie then comes back to bite him in the butt and he has to come up with another lie. And like I was saying to you, like he came up with these lies because he wanted the, this girl to like him. And because he maybe wanted to marry this girl. So if he ended up marrying her, like, did he think that his two fake kids and his fake ex-wife and everything else fake, his fake uh, brother, Ger- Dolph, the fake, who's not even from Germany, <laughs> it, we're going to lead these fake lives. So it's just, it's just really funny. It is. It was, it's one of those movies. Again, it's that mm-hmm. brilliance in his mind. Yep. Like how the hell did you think to make this movie yeah and then the ending is like i kind of saw it coming him marrying his partner at 
in plastic surgery. Like you could see it coming the whole time. Yeah, Jennifer which I, Aniston. Yeah, which I don't really, I don't really like seeing like you know endings coming, but it didn't really ruin the movie for me. But I do like how Dolph ended up with uh with the girl that he was trying to yeah. go for the whole movie. I think that was pretty poetic. Poetic. <laughs> I like Dolph. <laughs> But that that was your number three, correct? Yes, that was my number three. Okay, so this list now comes to my number two, which I have Grown Ups. I'm only putting Grown Ups one on mine because I've never actually seen Grown Ups two. You've never seen Grown Ups two? Don't you didn't you have not seen Happy Gilmore? I don't want to hear it. Yes, I know, but I really don't have anything to say. Like you know, but <laughs> I mean, I but if you've seen Grown Ups one, like you don't you think you'd be tempted to go like like Billy Madison doesn't have like. Or not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore doesn't have like a one or a two. It's just the like Happy Gilmore movie. Yeah. If you've seen Grown Ups One, you know you think you'd want to see. Well, I I actually didn't. I know I have a podcast about movies, but I actually didn't know Grown Ups Two came out for like years. When did you figure it out? I think twenty eighteen. Like I just had never noticed. I think it came out like twenty fourteen. Oh yeah, no, it was out for a while. I just so you still like never seen to this day. Mm I just watched. Do Grim- you want to see it? Yeah, I probably watch it at some point. I want to watch it with you because it's really it. I, I've seen parts like I've seen when Shaq's the cop. I've seen when they go to the dance or something. He's filming the the dancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen parts of it. It's. I don't. I don't know if it's funnier than the. I, I know people say it's funnier than the first movie, but. I love I the know. first movie. Like. I, it's it's definitely equal with the first movie, and as far as being funny, but I don't know if I'd say it's funnier. No, like I love, I really do love Grown Ups One. Like I watched it, I probably hadn't watched it in a really long time. I sat down and watched it when I saw it was on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is this is in my top five Adam Sandler movies." Like I and I love Kevin James. We talked about it. we just love the ensemble, yep. we love all those guys, mm-hmm. and I just feel like the way that they were able to let all of them have their moments to be funny, and it didn't seem like too much, and it worked. Yeah, yes, it it, it definitely definitely when he worked. makes the bacon on the. Oh, the bug on killer, the, the bug uh, zapper. Moth thing, yeah. yeah, and he eats. He's like, "Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> was that the piece <laughs> of the moth?" All right. No, and I like how like Chris Rock is like a simp. He, oh, yeah, he's like the stay-at-home for, mom. Yeah, for the uh, and then he like has a thing for the nanny, but he doesn't actually have a thing. No, for the he nanny. doesn't. He's just like she's actually nice to me, unlike my wife. <laughs> uh, when he uh makes the. It's like the opening scene he when we first meet him and his family. He makes that big dish. Yeah, and then she's like, I brought home pizza. He's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Nope. I'm done. Broke my heart. He starts like crying. He's like, yeah. I'll never make anything again. His mom's making and his grand and the grandmom's just making fun yeah, of him. She's funny. She is funny. She's very funny. <laughs> All right. My number two yeah. has to be the do over. Wow. That kept me on the edge of my seat i think that is overall his best movie as far as plot goes because that's the movie that sits at a nine percent i don't understand how it the the plot twist because once he reveals at the end that he has cancer and he needs like the whole journey that they went through through the whole movie faking their deaths and uh running into like mobsters it's it all makes sense like he faked that he was in the fbi and stuff and it all makes sense when he like says i have cancer and it's just the biggest plot twist and i remember the first time i saw it i everything then clicked for me and 
I just, I really, really, really enjoy that movie. And then at the end, the closing scene is, has a song by the Zac Brown band in it. Uh, Tomorrow Never Comes, I'm pretty sure it's called. And it is like the perfect song for that ending. Again, like another one that gets the tear ducts going. Yeah. That's what I was talking about when I said we'll talk about that later because I knew that this was going to be my number two. This, uh, I, I really, like when I first saw it, it was my favorite Adam Sandler movie at the time. But then like after the initial hype of seeing it kind of died down. After the movie, it's called a movie high. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I came to realize like, all right, it's good, but there is one that I like better. Yeah, which I think we are going to take a quick break just for my, just for a quick second for Anchor, the app that lets me record on here. And we'll be right back after that to reveal our number one Adam Sandler movies. And then wait. Maybe some fan questions. Yeah. Maybe some recommendations. I like, I like it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be right back after this. And we are back to finish our rankings of the Adam Sandler top five. Colin, would you like to reveal to the fans what your number one Adam Sandler film is? Yes, I would. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, it, now, it's two movies. Now, it's the only one with a sequel. But I combine the them. Sequel. I combine them into one. And it's grown-ups because, like I said, I am a huge fan of Adam Sandler, Dave Spade, Chris Rock, Kevin James, and Rob Schneider. And to have the five of them together and not in, like, separate roles where, like, one of them's, like, the protagonist, one's the antagonist, one's just kind of a random character. It's uh, – they're all friends and yeah. they're all, like, the same role. They're all, like – they have families except for higgins but uh and it's it's cool to see them like when they were little like they were all on the same basketball team and they grew up and they're all friends again and that reminds me so much of like our our friend friend group group. and i know like that's how it's gonna be and there's it's not the greatest plot because they don't go on any adventures or anything but there's no movie that i like watching better that gets me ready for like summer because going camping, Fourth of July barbecues, and then in the second movie, it's the last day of school, you know, beginning of summer parties. It's just it, the feel of summer is in both movies, and it's just a feel-good, funny – it's 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 the most real of yeah. the Adam Sandler movies because, like, all of the other ones, like the Zohan is, like – Fantastical. It, like, it would never yeah, happen. exactly. And then, like, uh, Click. That could never happen. That could never happen. And uh, it's it's the most realistic. And it just – it really makes you realize, like, this is what life is, like, yeah, really all about. It's not always some crazy mm-hmm. story. It's – I think you're right. It's the most down-to-earth film that he's done. Yep. Like, realistic. Like, this is how life goes. Like, you might uh, space apart as friends, but you'll always have each other. Yep. Yep. Because even in – you can tell like that they're not the closest at when they first all see mm-hmm. each other again at the funeral. But at the same time, they're still – they grow back into that close yeah. bond. Because they all kind of made, like, made up – like a, 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 they all had a white lie. Yeah. Every single one of them. So uh, Adams was that he uh, – the, the nanny, he didn't want them to think like they were like that bougie yeah. and had a nanny. So he kept like saying like, oh, oh she's excited to go, go study. Go study. Go study. She was like – Mr. Fader, would you like me to make you like 
a cup of tea or something and he was like no no, no study no, study God, big no. test big test yeah. coming up and she was like what, what? <laughs> uh and then the mom, and then she's like studying for a test. She's like, "Yeah, he keeps telling me I have this yeah. big test." And the mom's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, uh, "Mr. Fader said to study for the big final." And she's like, "What big final?" She's like, "You tell me." <laughs> and then uh, Kevin James was actually fired. Yup, he didn't own the auto body shop. Or, he rented no, that car. Yeah, and then they eventually gave him an investment to open the auto body shop. I don't know if he was like. Claiming that he was the big wig of an auto body shop. He said he was the general manager of a couch place. Oh, yeah, that's it. And uh, he was like, he paid for everyone's dinner when they went out that night. And uh, so, like, you could tell, like, they wanted to flex a little bit because they, they were seeing each other for the first time in ages. Yeah. So they wanted to, like, show off a little bit. And, well, Adam didn't want to show off because he claimed the nanny was just an exchange student. Yeah. So they all were hiding something. But then they all, like, eventually were like, yeah. Like, when he's like, it's it's a comb over. It's a wig. No shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Asian student's like no shit. Uh-huh. So, it's uh, I like uh when uh, Rob Schneider's. See, I I keep referring them as their actor name. That's what I go. That's what I, I don't go. really. I forget because I, I, I view I it as them all. Higgins. They are friends in yeah, real life. Yeah, Higgins, Lenny, uh, and then I forget the other because th- like I'm bad with names in movies, but. When Rob Schneider's daughters show up, and it's uh, hot, hot, and then the one goes shows up and goes, "Hey," and, <laughs> and they're, they're like, "Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> that, that makes sense." She's just the most similar to him. Uh, Maze, <laughs> it's amazing. Or the slow motion scene with the car gasket blowing. Oh yeah, and the grandma's just like <laughs> slow motion, and he's like, "Yeah," and they're all, they're all taking turns looking. They're like, "You look at the tree, switch." switch. And then they're like, are you looking at the tree? Yeah, I think you're supposed to be. Okay, ready? Switch. <laughs> it's it like it is the most real movie. It's just it's it, it's it's right. It that's why it's number two on my list. Like, and uh, Mike Breslin, shout out Mike Breslin. Uh, and I don't I, know if he's a listener, but if he is, so Mike. Well, I'll send him the links because we give him a <laughs> shout out. Uh, he and I have been talking. That we want to rent a cabin and go camping. And originally we were just talking about that and we were like, yeah, it'd be fun. And then we talked about it a couple times and like the third or fourth time we talked about it, he said like, uh, I want to do this because like I saw grownups a- again and it just inspired me like, like that would be so much fun to do with our friends. I was like, that's exactly why I want to rent a cabin too is because we could do exactly what they're doing. And it just seems like so much fun. Let's do it. We'll even do a special podcast episode there. All right, yeah, let's do it. And I'll post something to my YouTube channel. Yeah. Like a, a vlog of the weekend. We have a whole episode. Next next year, Memorial Day, Coca-Cola 600. We'll take a road trip down. Why we do just this summer. Well, I mean like this summer. Like, oh, that is next like year. Yeah, next right. year, like summer 2022. 2022. Memorial Day weekend. It'll be. When's we'll, Memorial Day weekend? It's uh the last weekend the of, last week of May. May. Right? Yeah. It's we'll Friday to Monday. The NASCAR race is Sunday night. We'll road trip. We'll leave early morning Friday. Road trip down. Hit a couple stops along the way. Maybe not if we actually rent a cabin. We'll try to get there straight through and then stay at the cabin. Go to the race. Leave Monday. Yeah, let me know, guys. Let me know. Do you guys want us to do a big episode up in the mountains? An episode, and I would post a vlog. To and my there'll YouTube be a vlog channel. of it to Colin's YouTube channel. Maybe a couple vlogs because if we're stu- up there for four days, yeah, we could have some get us paintballing with like a GoPro. Yeah, like if we leave Friday, or maybe even like 
Thursday night. Thursday night and just drive straight through the night. We could get there and have all of Friday, all of Saturday, and the race is at night on Sunday. Yeah. So we could do something early morning Sunday. And then, like, we could hang around on Monday and, like, yeah, and then leave Monday night. That would be fun. Yeah, so, guys, make sure you keep listening to this podcast so we can make this episode happen. Because if not... Tommy's not going to have any money to go on this trip. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm kidding with everyone. Yes, we do have some, I do have some pretty cool episodes that we will be doing other than at my recording room, which is where I normally do my episode. I do have some on the road episodes I have planned, and I'll probably get into that in a little bit later in the episode. But Grown Ups 1, Colin's favorite Adam Sandler movie. My number two favorite Adam Sandler, but my number one Adam Sandler favorite movie. Finishing off this ranking list. Is Billy Madison, which if you couldn't tell by when we were describing it, it was my favorite. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I think Grown Ups One and Billy Madison, it could have went either way. I just think I put Billy Madison number one because I have so many memories of watching it. Like the first time I watched it, I was over. I'm going to shout him out. I was over Georgie Troyler's house and I slept over and I knew I wasn't allowed to watch Billy Madison as a kid. I wasn't allowed because my mom was like, there's bad scenes. There's nothing like going to sleepovers and watching movies you know you're not yeah. allowed to watch at home. And I remember when he's like, you get off your ass and go find that fucking dog. And I was like, oh, no. Naughty words. Naughty words. But uh, no, I just always associate with like fun memories. Me and my dad watching when I still probably wasn't allowed to watch it. Like all these different memories. And and that's why I put it so high on my list. And it's just it's just funny. like, the, And the fact that Grown Ups 1 and 2 – and Billy Madison all combined still don't make a fresh film. That's absolutely insane. That's absurd. I can't. Yeah. Man, the critics really hate. Adam they Sandler. hate. Why? I want to know why. Because it's dumb comedy. That's the... But, like, come on. It's. I can't wait to become Grown a ups. Grown up. That movie is awesome. Like, ignore the comedy. It's, like yeah, I said, like it's, it's a, a feel fun, good. It's a feel good family Realistic. Movie. Maybe not movie. family movie, but yeah. As long as your kids are all above like thirteen. Yeah, then there's eh, yeah, ten. I'll give them ten. Isn't it PG thirteen? Oh, whatever. I went to PG thirteen movies at like nine. Well, yeah, but this is this is a uh, a uh, I'm trying I'm trying to think of the word. Um, a teenage. This is an comedy. organized podcast here. This is uh, we should we should be going by the. Uh, Do you not hear how we talk? We are not. I an mean organized yes. Podcast. I mean yes, but like. Last what? week, I later talked about how Chris Evans has really nice muscles. Like, like, as long as you're 12 years old, you can go to a rated R movie. As long as your parents are okay with you watching it, you can watch anything. Well, you obviously, want. yeah. That's why I think it comes down to more than anything. They're just recommendations. Yeah, it's a recommendation for it. It's not a... I mean, you can't go to a rated R movie for 17. Really? Yeah. You have to be 18. Oh, no, you have to be 16. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was 16. Whatever. But, yeah, Billy Madison's my number one. I think we had I think we had some pretty damn good lists right there. We we did. And I think combining all of our scores, Uncut Gems still has a higher score. <laughs> what a shame. What a shame. But uh moving on from that, I think first we're gonna do some we do a four fan questions this week. I did add an extra one in there because I want to make sure Colin can at least help me with some of these. I didn't want to do a solo look. Not a big movie guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so fan question. This one is from Danny. Do you have a favorite military movie? Uh, I do. And I think I'm going to say Lone Survivor, which is... You have seen Lone Survivor, actually. We watched it after we went bowling. 
It's the four soldiers against like 120 some Taliban members. They're in the mountains. Wait. Is that the comedy? No, no. <laughs> it's the opposite of a comedy. It's very sad. It was I, me, you, Nikki, Sean. I don't think I saw that movie. I'm 90% sure. I probably didn't pay probably fell asleep. Or I fell asleep. Colin I, has this thing where he likes to fall asleep at people's houses. Or his I own house. fell asleep the past three, no, two nights we hung out. Three being today because I fell asleep in class. I was and the te- and the professor was like staring at me, and I sat up and I was like, "I'm in shock right now. I've fallen asleep just randomly these past couple of days." Maybe you have insomnia. You might want to get that checked. I out. actually thought about getting it checked out because it doesn't should. make any sense. Oh, it doesn't. You're 20 years, 21, 21 years old, and it's just random. It's not like well, it's not really random because Saturday I felt I fell asleep when I had all my friends over because I had to wake up at 5 a.m. for a soccer game. Yeah, so but that, that makes, sense. makes sense. But today, after I got a full night of sleep last night, I literally went to bed as soon as I got home. And I, it just doesn't make sense. No, I think you might have insomnia. You might want to get that checked out. But yeah, insomnia Lone Survivor. cookie. <laughs> no. But uh, yes, Lone Survivor is probably my favorite military film, in my opinion. But I'm not saying that it has to be. It's not the Maybe it's not the best one, because I think Saving Private Ryan is probably the best war movie we've gotten. But Lone Survivor, in my opinion, is it's my favorite. But thank you for the question, Danny. Moving on to number two. What is your all-time favorite comedy movie, Colin? Hmm. <sighs> Joe Dart. You're doing so well. You're doing so well on this episode. <laughs> I love Dave Spade. Maybe even more than I love Adam Sandler. Wow. He uh and Joe Dart was so funny. It Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about maybe uh World's Best Dad or World's Greatest Dad. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That one's good, but no. Nah. Joe Dart Joe Dirt's funny. I like he's like, it's not dirt, it's dear Tay. I want to clarify something to everyone. So when I first started this podcast, I wasn't getting fan questions. Like, no, no, don't give a shit. But Colin, for like my first I was three or just gonna say three or four episodes, Colin always asked me Dave Spade questions. I was just talking say, about on the podcast. I always asked questions. Yeah, but it was always like my friends, my mom, my grandma. Oh. <laughs> but now it's like cool to have. That's why I'm excited that you guys actually listen. That people. Do you know these people? I don't know a single one of these people. Really? Yeah. I don't know most of the people that ask me questions. Hmm. That's actually that's really cool. Yeah, guys, check out my YouTube. It's just Colin Gallagher. I post yeah. I post FIFA videos. Dude, you're supposed to wait to the end. Uh, I say, would you like to plug anything? Ignore that. Yeah, and then we'll do it again later reverse okay thank you jules for asking this question my favorite comedy movie is anchorman cons is joe dirt i'm in love with anchorman i probably quote me and my dad every day so that's my favorite comedy movie moving on to a question which i know con won't be able to answer but i'm going to edit it towards con this is a question from dylan what are you more excited for no way home or the batman i'm more excited for the batman just because i like batman more and I'm excited for No Way Home for something that we don't even know if it's really in the movie. But, Colin, who do you like more, Batman or Robin? Batman or Spider-Man, not Robin? I'd have to say Spider-Man just because I've seen a couple of Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. Colin thought Batman had superpowers. I did. I really did. I thought he could fly. <laughs> no. I thought he was just like Superman. Just Batman. No, he's just a dude. Yeah, and then you told me he's just he just makes his like tricked out armor and gear yeah. and weapons. He's just, he just trains. It's just pretty you, dope. You could be Batman. Because that's what I was just going to say that. Because, like, that's, like, it's not realistic, but, like, it's a superhero that, like, is, I guess, possible if somebody is able to make stuff like that. Yeah. They could 
become Batman if they want. Yeah, no powers, no nothing. But yeah, so Batman is better than Spider-Man, but Colin picks Spider-Man. So moving on, thank you, Dylan, for that question. I mean, Batman might be better, but I've only I've seen Spider-Man movies. Yeah, you've seen Spider-Man. So that makes sense yeah. why that would be your favorite. Not yeah. willingly. My brother watched it, and I was in the same room. Spider-Man is great. But uh, this is the last question. This is a question I probably get almost. Excuse me. <clears throat> Ugh. But uh, this is a question I probably get almost weekly. And it's, how did you start a podcast? Why did I decide to start a podcast? And what makes you cho- choose your co-host every week? So first, why did I want to start a podcast? I listen to podcasts anytime I have to drive longer than 20 minutes. I have a, I play a podcast because it makes time go faster. And I like listening to other people's opinions on things. And I fell in love with this one podcast called Nerd Suit, which I've talked about on this podcast. And Raiders of the Lost podcast, who I've now talked to the guys who run those shows. And they're incredibly nice. They've given me ideas on how to keep improving my show. And I one day, I was gone away with the Army doing some training event. And I was like, you know what? I'm starting a podcast. Bought a $20 Heyday mic from Target. You and, love it. And did an episode with Ryan. And it just it did really – it did nice. It did well. I was very surprised for a first episode. And uh, I decided that I just wanted to share my thoughts on things. Like, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. And I like talking about movies. I – talk about them all day every day all the time this is true this i is, can confirm yes i do love movies and uh so yeah that's why i started it and that's why i decided to do it but how do i choose my co-host every so this is kind of a funny answer because there's no real list con how many times have i texted hey, i was just gonna chat? say this, this is this is a sophisticated way of <laughs> does anyone want to be in the podcast with me this week no okay well i'm busy a lot of the time and I've been waiting we've been to trying to get you podcast. on. We have been trying to get me on for a while. But uh I got a country singer on before you came on this podcast. Yeah, Colin Gallagher's exclusive. I'm very exclusive. It's like a I should put this on a Patreon. Yeah. So yeah, but it, that's pretty much how he chooses. He tosses in a group chat, and then when everybody says they can't, he resorts back to the boy Ryan Ferran. Yeah, Ryan, <laughs> fourth favorite podcast co-host. Yep. But no, uh yeah, it's normally either if I go to see a movie, if someone's seen it or if saw it with me, then they're going to be on the podcast for that episode, which Ryan saw Doom with me. Uh, Matt saw No Time to Die. Sean saw Suicide Squad. So there's always a reason behind my episodes. and But I have my random news episodes that we have to do every once in a while. There's a big news story. I'm kind of like throwing it together. I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about this, this, this. I put in our group chat. I'm like, hey, someone's got to be on this episode. But uh, yeah, and we have one friend left. We have Luke. He needs to at some point get on this podcast. That's right. Yeah, He's he never been, been on. Has he Sean has... been on it? Sean's been on twice. Really? Twice, I think. He did Suicide Squad. I think he did one more. When I come on next, can we do Joe? Uh, not Joe. Uh, Dave Spade movies? We're going to leave that up to the audience. Say yes. <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys want Colin to come back. <laughs> no, Colin will be back on for another episode because I really did have a good time with you. I, hope you I had a great well. time. I had a great time. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you again, Kev, for that question. Hope you guys learned a little bit about me and my why I started the show. And yeah, thank you to Cove Company. Thank you to Official Love Bracelets. If you ever need a bracelet for you or your boyfriend, girlfriend, or anyone you want to match a little bit, go to officiallovebracelets.com or follow them on Instagram at officiallovebracelets and use the promo code the Popcorn Podcast and get 35% off your first offer with free 35%. shipping. 35%. Yeah, with free shipping. And yeah. 
Uh, Chucky on the Sci-Fi Channel, very good show. Thank you for them for giving me little sneak peeks every once in a while. I love the show. I highly recommend. And yeah, do you have any recommendations for this week, Colin? Big Mouth, season five. You gotta watch it. I highly recommend Big Mouth as well. I am going to go with Lovecraft Country, which is on HBO. It is a horror drama. Very good. Colin, what do you want to plug? Instagram, uh, Twitter. Well, first, you got. I just want to say Big Mouth is on Netflix. I forgot to say that. Oh, if you live under a rock. So. <laughs> if you don't know what Big Mouth is. But uh, just uh, subscribe to my YouTube. It's simple. It's Colin Gallagher. So I'm, a few people might pop up, but you look for me. Uh, I post FIFA videos. And my most recent video was actually a vlog of the race that we were just talking about we want to go to next yeah. year. I went this year. I'm trying to go every single year. Uh, it's called the Coke 600, and I posted it yesterday. It's just a vlog from uh, from the race, so that's my most recent. So, yep, just Colin Gallagher. Uh, subscribe. Uh, that's all I got. Yeah. So, cool little note for you guys before I get going. Uh, there will be another episode coming out this week. Don't know who's going to be my co-host yet. But there will be one more episode this week. I will be going away to California to do some training with the Army on December 2nd to the 11th. I will come back, release an episode, and I'm going to Disney from December 15th until December 22nd, where I will be doing a live reaction episode on Spider-Man Nowhere Home, which I will be seeing at AMC IMAX in Disney Springs, which I'm extremely excited for. Can't wait to do that episode. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to like and share with your friends, your family, your dogs, your aunts. Anyone you can think of, the cashier at a 7-Eleven, I don't care. Just make sure to keep growing this awesome fan base that we have, community. I love hearing from you guys. Make sure to follow the podcast Instagram. Make sure to follow me at Tommy underscore Cresta. Follow Colin. Follow all my friends that have been on the show so far. Follow the Charlie Cope. My yeah, Instagram I'm... is Colin.Gallagher33. There you go. There's another thing to follow. So make sure you check out all of us. Check out Colin's YouTube channel. I really enjoy it. There's an awesome boxing match between Colin and Matt. Yes. But... Thank you guys again for listening. I have such a fun time doing this show, and I love hearing from you guys. So please keep up the recommendations, and who knows? Maybe Dave Spade will get a review that Colin will come back for. He better. He better. That's a warning.